Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. intro wow that's (laughs) awesome oh gatekeeper here um with a special guest um my buddy good buddy zach lane um yeah (laughs) hey what but what what says america better than that you know that was pretty that was pretty good and i pulled the one from uh from rocky too so you could hear all the shit going on in the background. But, yeah, I had to pull the one from Rocky because when he's dancing around in the USA suit, I'm like, what perfect intro for you than the America thing. I did get pretty pumped up for that. <laughs> there you go, man. So, anyway. Um, so, yeah, Gatekeeper here with uh, my buddy Zach Lane, a uh, friend of mine for a long time. Uh, we actually played together <laughs> on some tournament teams. 
back in jeez, long back, time back ago. In the, back in the day, it was like six, seven years ago. Yeah, back when yeah. you were still a teenager. Yeah. Um. Uh, Zach plays for quite a number of teams. He's played for uh, the teams that are sponsored by Alkali um, Hockey Products, which Al- the Alkali RPD team, the Alkali Assault team. He's played for the State Wars Team Illinois and the Pro Division. And more recently, uh, just in this last, what, April and May, I believe yep. it is? Yep. Yeah. You were one of the goalies for the IIHF USA inline hockey team that won the uh, bronze in Partubitsa. I mean, don't quote me in being right <laughs> in this either, but I believe I heard some people saying Partubice. Yeah. Czech Republic. Yeah, in the Czech Republic. So, yeah, we have, a, uh, we have an Olympian on the line. <laughs> so, one or sort of, I guess you could say sort of an Olympia. Team USA, you know. Yeah, yeah. Close enough. Yeah, so, anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, among, actually, uh, I was watching in that tournament, and among other players you played with and against, um, was like, uh, you know, a couple of years ago you played with Brandon Perry. Yeah. Everyone's favorite, you know, suffering Blackhawk that ended up in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Blackhawks prospect Garrett Ross um, mm-hmm. in the uh, the IIH, the IIHF tournament. Alish Hemsky actually made it over there, and uh, I know you play. I know you you actually got to play against him because I was watching that game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, who's with uh, Dallas now? But he was with Edmonton and Ottawa before. Right. Uh, you've pl- uh, Pat Maroon, Tom McCullum from Detroit. Yeah. And then uh, some people might be familiar with Pat Lee, who's from the Chicago area, who's been around internationally for a while. And then everybody's favorite face puncher, <laughs> Brandon Bowling, you played against in State Wars. And probably, I think you played in Narch, too, didn't you? Uh, I'm not sure if he actually played Narch, but he was, uh, last year when it was in State Wars, was in St. Louis. He was a pretty big part of it because uh, that's his home rink there in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. So he was uh, so. he was all around the rink then. Oh, yeah, I'm sure all the high school girls were, tr- were running around trying to get his... <laughs> His autograph. Absolutely. Because Twitter is just full of high school girls running around missing Brandon Bowling in his three minutes a game. Yeah. But me and uh, me and Pat have talked about that at length. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. So um, I thought it would be kind of interesting to kind of talk about what uh, you went through, you know, this past, I don't know, six months with, uh, the, you know, being selected for, uh, you know, one of the spots on Team USA. Um, so, I mean, tell me, tell me, give me a story. <laughs> yeah, true, truly honored. Um, I'll tell you what, when I first started playing, I mean, you saw me when I first started playing, I was, yeah. uh, by no means, uh, I would consider myself an Olympian, but, um, to even be selected to try out for the team was pretty exciting news for me. Just being a local guy growing up playing, playing men's league and, and, seeing what would happen to the to the ranks, you know? Yeah. Um, but I guess, I don't know, the last few years just been playing, and uh, the way IIHF works, because I know you just heard about Fears as well. Uh, yeah. To another, another USA team, um, which is a little bit different, but IIHF, the way it works is uh, the coach, Joe Cook, just kind of goes to most of the tournaments, and it's invite only. Mm-hmm. Versus having versus fears, which you have to qualify by playing different tournaments. So, 
I guess this all started a couple of years ago when I've just been started basically playing in a whole bunch of tournaments and uh, got the news probably end of April that I was invited to, to camp yeah. uh, for tryouts I, I even before even making camp. So, I mean, just, just getting that invite was, was pretty surreal because I had, like, over the past few years, I mean, being in, just involved in roller hockey, I'd seen everybody like getting the invites i'm like man that would be really cool like one day you know that's that's my true goal like let's i want to go overseas and play you know right so like getting that invite was just like surreal in it in itself so let alone the experience which i'll get to but um so the in so the, the the tryouts were may 24th and we i mean I'll say from the beginning, USA literally took care of us and spoiled us to death, and I cannot appreciate or send any more thanks to Dan Brennan and those guys because they treated us like kings from mm-hmm. from start to finish. But so they took care of us. We got out there. We flew out on a Saturday, and uh, and we actually had our first tr- tryout skate that that night. So kind of like right off the plane, we got a chance to go take a nap for maybe an hour. Well, they told us to nap. Of course, I was kind of too pumped up at that point to really lay down yeah, and close okay. my eyes. But um, got a chance to lay down, and, and then we got to the rink, and even just the setup at the rink for tryouts. I mean, they had they had everything set up. We got to the rink. It felt like a professional environment. We were in Colorado Springs, Colorado. So, um, I mean, tryouts were just unreal. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, and actually due to weather, we actually – went and skated Monday as well as a tryout and I mean I could I could go off the names but basically it's just all the big guys in roller hockey you yeah know? and some of them you know play high level ice and I, I couldn't even tell you where but I, I know that they play high level ice and there were just I think there were 18 guys and three goalies and uh I mean the players are phenomenal of course but I, I, I always because I'm a goalie was looking at who, who am I competing with right yeah and uh the one goalie, his name is Jerry. I I, uh, I split time with him with Alkali, and so I know him pretty well. But he plays in the DEL in Germany, so right. uh, pretty pretty intimidating. Like just looking at his resume, that he literally makes his living from playing hockey. So that was it's pretty cool to be even alongside him. Yeah, and uh, and then the other goalie, Kevin, was was uh, is a St. Louis well. I guess he goes to school in St. Louis at Lindenwood, which, if listeners don't know, that's a pretty big school as far as roller hockey scholarships go. They probably give the most scholarships out of any university there is. Yeah, that's like it's like an unheard of school. Like no one knows who it is, but if you know roller hockey, that is the school that everyone goes to, that all the good players go to for roller that, hockey. That is the school. So like being from Lindenwood is a pretty big deal, and. And I mean, the kids—he's a big kid, and he's—he's he's a 93, so he's younger than I am, even. So, uh, I mean, it—it was—I knew it was going to be good. You know, I, yeah. I knew it was going to be super high competition, and I knew people there. Like, nobody wants to get cut, obviously. Like, your no. goal isn't to go there and get cut from the team. You know, whether it's your first tryout or if, or if it's your tenth tryout, that doesn't really matter. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So it, it was stacking up to be a pretty a pretty awesome tryout, but um. I mean, things things went well. The pace was unreal. We were skating twice a day for at least an hour each time. The first two skates were over over easily over two hours. Whether you know we were rolling a bunch of lines, so it was. I mean, the, the players weren't tired. We were kind of getting our work cut out for us. But yeah. uh, 
it was uh, it was sweet. I mean, it was. I don't I don't know how else to describe it. That it was just it was just really cool. So, uh, needless to say, on uh, Monday they got they gave us the word of, of who made the roster, and and uh, seeing my name up on the list was um, an awesome and unforgettable moment for myself. Yeah, I I was glad to see that. That was that was pretty. I mean, everyone who knows you is like, oh yeah, of course Zach made it because we know how good you are. But you're not that kind of player, you know. You're not you're not that cocky. So, you know. No, yeah, I, I definitely didn't go into it thinking I, I would make it. And of, of course, I, I got a lot of uh, a lot of credit while I was there, and and a lot of people say they knew I was going to make it. But I, you know, like you just said, I'm I'm not going into there uh, thinking I, I I made it because. Obviously, my performance would not be as good, you know. But uh, and I'm always going to push myself. So uh, just to see that was was unbelievable. And I even even more cooler than that, I'd have to say, was just the support that you know when I posted that roster on Facebook and all the social media sites, how the, how much support I got from back home, you know. And like you said, I, uh, you know, maybe that people back home knew it, but like again, I went into there not knowing it, and then all the support I got moving forward. Uh, seeing as I was going to be going to check to play against the best players in the world um, was unbelievable. Yeah, and you guys pretty much just moved out right from there and went right over to check, didn't you? Yeah, so the the, the, the tryouts technically ended on a Monday, and uh, we stayed we stayed in Colorado Springs for the next four days and uh, flew out, I believe it was a Thursday or Friday, um, and, yeah, tra- traveled across Traveled across the pond, and it was uh, by no means a fun travel. But I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'd never done that, so I didn't even know what to expect. Not, you know, but uh, that was kind of that was not that was not fun at all. How many hours was that flight? Um, well, direct, it would have been uh, nine and a half hours, I think. Yeah, or or probably even longer than that. But we went, uh, we went uh, Denver. Somewhere on the East Coast, I don't even remember. It was all that was all just a blur. It was yeah. literally all just combined. Probably uh, you could have went through Atlanta. A lot of times Atlanta's a, a hub. Could have could have been. Yeah. And then we flew into uh, Frankfurt, so that was like the first connection. Yeah. And then we took like a baby flight from Frankfurt to Prague, and then just when we thought the traveling was over, Prague for the distance from Prague to Pardubice was another hour and a half by by bus. So. Oh. <laughs> uh, when we finally got there, um, it was it wasn't even the day. I mean, the day wasn't even over. We got there and it was maybe like afternoon, somewhere yeah. around the afternoon. So we actually uh, skated. We skated that first night when we got there, and uh, talk about like no no time to rest, kind of. And uh, got right off the right off the bus, got our gear and kind of just suited up. And it actually it was kind of brutal because. The, on the flight from Frankfurt to Prague, they lost only the goalie's gear and nobody <laughs> else's gear. Of course. So I was like, man, I'm pretty nervous, like just being here in a different country. And now all of a sudden they lost my gear. Who I don't even know if I'm going to play. Like, you know, we had all this crazy thoughts going through our head. And yeah. there's, what, 18 bags, you know, and uh-huh. not to mention like clothes and stuff, you know. But so that was uh, a. <laughs> That was a, a good welcome to the new country, but uh, yeah, we, we got our bags like later that night. Just ended up skating for like maybe a half hour, but um, so that was like a Friday. We had a Saturday all day to kind of recover. Still, we still skated in the morning, and then uh, that that following uh, it would have been Sunday was when games started. 
Um, so, I mean, moving forward to, to like games and stuff like that, it was it was actually really cool um, because they basically had a time slot of which what time the games could play. Yeah, so it would be like a maybe like a three, five, seven, nine. Yeah, on one rink, which was like the main rink, and I believe that Chess Arena where we played was uh, a KHL rink. So. Um, for the local people, it would be comparable, like to a Sears Center. So, yeah. what you know, was what? How many Sears centers fit? Uh, you know, I don't. Maybe three grand. Uh, yeah, uh, three, three five, something like that. Yeah, somewhere around there, you know. Yeah, I've been there one time ever. Yeah, so it, I mean, not a gigantic arena, but it was it was really nice. Um, and then the the secondary arena was where the bo- uh, the B pool played. Yeah. Um, and that was like all the other offsetting times sort of been like the, the even times two, four, six and eight. But the cool part was that we knew our, what, like we would only play one a game versus like regular tournament play where you play two, three times, uh, you know, a day and they'd be a couple hours apart. Right. Yeah. It, it was actually legitimately set up where you felt like you're a pro, like you have a game at seven o'clock prime time television and, uh, and you, you and every morning would be set up the same way. You, you go down for team breakfast. You walk over to the rink for your morning skate, and by no means was it like anything crazy. You just go there, get the legs moving. Yeah. Come back, have a nap, and and then basically by that time you're you're back up eating again, and then head, walking over to the rink for game time and pre stretch. So, um, it was just, you know. It's like that I, whole next level. It, it is because yeah. it's nothing that I've ever. I mean, a lot of the ice guys yeah. that that were in the locker room with me, like they played college or D one or some or, or some high level ice. So I'm sure that they're used to like going going to the locker rooms and having their their shits like all lined up in the stall and and having their jerseys hung and stuff like that. But like for me, I, where I consider this just to be like a really fun hobby that I've I've thrown like. A, a pretty strong passion for you know and the seeing this like was pretty was the small things were really sweet you know yeah you're used to dragging your your own bag in the locker room and digging yeah. your stinky shit out of it and right doing my own yeah. laundry and stuff like, yeah I, right. i'm used to doing all that and like just like the little things uh, i couldn't i couldn't even thank them enough but it, you know like they're like no dude this is it like this is this is where you're at and you know this is where you're meant to be and We'll take care of you. So it was it was really cool, like how every all our days were laid out like that, and it was just nothing, literally nothing mattered besides hockey. Like right, you right. Just play hockey, and it was so cool. Yeah, I think the closest I've ever seen to something like that was uh, back when uh, the RHI started, the Roller yeah. Hockey International, mm-hmm. and the Chicago Cheetahs were there, and um, they, that was going to be like the big thing, the big launch, you know. They had yeah. Al Secord on the team, and they had a couple of old pros out there, and uh, they had a tournament like a you'd play like a ten minute game, just on the on their rink, just as kind of a promotional thing. Mm-hmm. And after the game, we went to go you know in the locker room, one of the locker rooms, and shower. And to get there, we would have to walk through their locker room, <laughs> and their locker room they've got you know it was at UIC Pavilion, so you, you know you know how big that yeah. is. Yep. And uh, you'd walk through their locker room, and all the jerseys are all hung up. All, you know, just kind of like they wanted to give it like a pro feel. Well, and, sure. You know, that only lasted a couple of years, but you know, everything's you know, there's the LC court jersey, like you know, hanging up yeah. in the in the locker room. So that's the only the closest I've ever come to seeing even really seeing something like that. 
was like or, that. You know that, that that's that's what it's going to take to build a sport. You know, and it's it's it was great for me to see um, this side of roller hockey. Honestly, like just being from Illinois, and it's not I wouldn't say a, a big roller hockey state like like your Missouri and like California and and, still, and those states like just to see this this setup and this type of organization was like it it made me think differently of roller hockey like right this is pretty sweet you know this is this is real this is this is as close as like i mean i hate to compare it to the nhl because it's 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 still far from that but like this is a step in the right direction for this sport right it's closer to like you know ahl stuff you know yeah, which yeah. is still you know that's you know any of those ahl players you step onto a rink with them and uh you, you saw it yourself. I mean, you've seen, like, I make fun of Brandon Bullock all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, while I think he's not a good NHL player, he's just, you know, they brought him up to punch faces and he doesn't even do that really all that well. But in the grand scheme of things, if you put Brandon Bullock on the ice with just about anyone we know, right? he's going to, you know, you've seen it. You've the I mean, scored in, on you. <laughs> yeah, the, dif- the difference is, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I'll never forget. I mean, I hate to throw Billy Billy under the bus, but uh, State Wars last year. I mean, he got paired up with Bullig, and and in front, <laughs> in front, in front, he got. I mean, I hope. I'm sorry if Billy, you listen to this, but I mean, he got manhandled and just the like you said, the difference between your average men's league and even the worst player in the American Hockey League mm-hmm. is strides above anything we could imagine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, poor Billy. Yeah. So yeah, apologize for that, Billy. Just, just for those, yeah, just for those that are out there, our our uh, our buddy Billy, Zach's good friend Bill, looks exactly like Brett Ben Eager. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, he, with the beard and everything looks just like Ben Eager. Might be a better hockey player than Ben Eager. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, poor Billy had to had to uh, had to cover uh, Brandon Bowling and. Yeah, that, that didn't go so well. But, no, I mean, didn't go yeah, so I got well. scored on by Bullock, and you know what? He's he 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 does he, he sees the benefit of roller hockey, I think, and uh, he's put a lot into that rink in St. Louis. So like the things he he does for the sport is pretty good, you know. Right. Yeah, it's nice to see. You know, I've talked about it too, and uh, it, it's a it, it's a it's really a difficult situation because the the <laughs> the, the people who play ice hockey so much. And are just strict ice hockey players, and I, I, I my, my uh, Pat who co-hosts this with me. Mm-hmm. Um, when everyone, everyone that just plays ice hockey, when they think of roller hockey or inline hockey, the first thing that pops into their head is pro beach roller hockey. Yep. That ruined inline hockey for everyone. Yeah. Other than the people who actually really know what it is and have really played it. Right. I mean. Th- there are differences between the games, obviously. You know, you, it's four on four. What you were playing was actually four quarters yeah. instead of three periods, which was a little different. Yes. Um, I, we, I, I can't remember. Were you guys playing offsides over there or no? Yes, there's, there's, uh, it's, it's center line offsides. Unless you carry wow. the puck over, right? Is that Correct. Right? Yeah. Correct. So it's kind of a, yeah, it's kind of a hybrid offsides play. Right. But it's four on four. But I mean, it's still quality hockey, and and, and, and the hitting is is there's no, really no hitting. There's a little bit, you know, you're gonna have hockey hits in hockey a little bit, yeah. But it's not full contact open ice, 
you know, yeah. people blasting each other kind of thing. No, no, and it, it's not. But it, and, and again, it, like you said, there there is icing, there's offsides, whether it be a hybrid or not, and it's on a, it's on an Olympic sheet. So the, I mean, it's a big it's a big court. I mean, or a, a big rink. Yeah. I mean, Basically, it's, it's like watching overtime. You know, it's like watching overtime, and well. Now they've changed it in the AHL, but you know, like the AHL and the NHL had overtimes of four on four. It was, it's the same kind of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the four and the four periods was long, but like, I mean, even going off what you said, like when I came home and uh, just trying to ex- like explain to people what I did, like they don't really understand it, you know, like that I that I played roller hockey like for usa like they don't that doesn't really mean anything to them because they just think like you said they think oh is that, is that played on like on a wooden floor with quads like what do you what do you do with like how do you play yeah. you know like it's some foreign sport that that it was just invented like by some foreign country or something and, yeah and that and that is a shame because there are some very good roller hockey players and there are some that are even in nhl i believe it was uh is it alex burroughs it started out as a is an uh, inline player, I think. It could have been. I mean, yeah. I know, I know. Even like Zach Cassian, he made his like he made his. He was either the Narch or Tours debut a couple of years ago, and and they have him on an interview, and he loved it. And and there's, I mean, there's a lot of players, whether they're in the A or the even like a lot of them have made it to the NHL at one point or another, like that are that are believers in roller hockey and the benefits that it does. I mean. You, you you get to hold on to the puck longer. You work on your hands a little bit longer. I mean, a little bit better than the mm-hmm. ice. You yeah. know, it's more of a I don't want to say individual game, but you get to work on those individual skills a little bit better. By yeah. no means can you win the game one person on the rink, but at the same time, it's a little bit a little bit better as far as working on your puck possession and and uh, and hands for sure. Yeah, it's not as much of like a physical bang and crash type of game. It's no. more of a skill game. You know, yeah. people making moves. I mean, you know, for all the people and you and I, uh, you, you're better at it than I am for sure. But most goalies, and Pat's a goalie too, who does this with me, we're mm-hmm. all goalies. And uh, I hate shootouts, dude. I hate shootouts. <laughs> I mean, I've, I generally in, in this past season where I played tournament hockey, I did very well in, tur- in shootouts. Uh-huh. But that doesn't mean I like them anymore. I can't stand <laughs> shootouts. I mean, for goalies, it's just not, you know, I, I just don't like the, the, I don't like that you're putting that kind of pressure, you know, a, a game has gone 60 minutes or whatever it's gone, and you're really basically giving the goalie three chances to win, you know, to win the game for you, and if he trips, he falls, he slips, you know, whatever the case is, yeah. one of those chances could cost you the game, and it's not really, you know, won by a team, it's won by individuals, so... I tell you, I mean, you watched the games, and I'm sure you knew that we we lost. We ended up only losing one game overseas yep. when we were there, and it was in a shootout. And uh, and by no means did it, did it decipher which team was a better team. No, and you guys went on to win the bronze in a convincing matter, or uh, yes. convincing. Yeah, I mean, you guys blew Sweden out pretty much. It was close for a while, but then you guys pulled away at the end. Yeah, we uh, we wanted to let it, you know, make it known that uh, it was. It was a fluke game against Canada, and, and by no means. I mean, they're they're they have a lot of pride in Canada. Don't get me wrong. Like, but uh, I liked our squad that we had. Yeah. And uh, I was upset that that tournament in the playoffs go to a shootout. I, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure that I agree with that, but um, yeah, should have put a woulda, and that's the way it goes sometimes. 
Yeah, it was. I, I watched. Um, I watched. I let's see. I didn't watch the Great Britain game, the one you got the most time in. Yeah. I missed that one, but uh, I watched almost all of the other games, and yeah. uh, it, it's just sad that you know, it, even in tournament play, that they went to a shootout. I mean, I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. You know, you got to let the teams play and the teams win, but I mean, it, that's what the rules are. So. Yeah. Right. And we saw it in the Olympics with you know. You know, uh, what's his face? Oshi. Oshi yeah. became you know became a national hero because of all that all the the shootout theatrics. Right. Uh, yeah. So you know. And then and then you, I mean yeah even with that it's like should he have been a lot I mean I'm I'm from I mean I'm United States all the way like don't get me wrong but like should he have being from a fairness aspect should he have been able to shoot that many times like right re- realistically is that is that show what team is better. When you what? shoot a guy, when you shoot a guy seven times, eight times, however many times. You right, shot. right. It's one individual basically doing all the work, and uh, I mean, being from Chicago, we have Jonathan Taves. Yeah. When he was in juniors, and uh, he did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And one, uh, you know, one one for Canada. Right. He shot like what four or five times or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And ended up scoring on most of them, I believe. I don't, I don't know the exact stats because I didn't look it up, but. I mean, it's the same thing. It's I don't right. I don't really agree with it. I mean, it would be better if you know there were restrictions on you know everyone through the roster has got to go once or something like that. But mm-hmm. still, I don't agree. I mean, maybe in the prelims when you're doing you know seeds and stuff like that, sure. I yeah. can get that because you don't want you know games to run long. There's schedules you got to stick to and all that other stuff. Right. But when you get into the you know the the actual meat and potatoes of the the tournament, going going to a shootout is just not the way to go. I mean. Someday we do not want to watch a Stanley Cup get won by a shootout. No, 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 no. No, you know, especially you and I, we're goalies. You know. No, yeah, and, and I mean, you're, you're a lot more confident in shootouts than I am. <laughs> I've seen you play, and you're like, you're very, you're very much more confident than I am in shootouts. But still, you don't want that just on your shoulders. I mean, there's enough in overtime as a goalie, you know, not wanting to give up a soft goal in overtime to lose the game. Absolutely. Much, yeah, much less you know one on one in a shootout. Get you know some guy pull some stupid you know spinorama yeah. kick it to this you know whatever move backflip shit whatever yeah. yeah that ends up on you know sports center or some yeah. shit yeah yeah you yeah know, you don't you just you know you don't want that right I mean I, I love shootouts like you know in in uh, practice and for the games and stuff that's all fine and dandy but like you put yourself on a big stage like that and and uh, it's hard for the goalie not to take responsibility when you know. He lets up a goal, and by no means is it his fault. Like, like, like Jerry, the goalie he played. Like, I'm his biggest fan, and like, we get along really well for Alkali. And by no means is that his fault. Like, there could have been so many different plays in the like in the in the actual game that led up to that. But like, how's the goalie not supposed to take responsibility when you're putting him in that type of situation? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's just a shitty a shitty place, you know. Yeah, it is. It is for sure, and it, and it costs you guys, you know. A chance at the gold. Yeah, yeah. You know, and very well. You know, you guys played a tough game for the you know the entire uh, you know entire regulation and stuff. You guys played a great game. You deserve better than you know it to be decided on a shootout. So it's kind of right. kind of sucked that way. But what are you going to do? Yeah. That's the way the rules are, I guess. Right, right, for right, right. Now, but yeah. you don't have to like them. But that's the way the rules are. So. Yep. Yep. So anyway, uh, I know you got most of your playing time uh, against it was Great Britain, right? That was the first game. 
Right. Mm -hmm. I think you guys kind of stomped that game, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, Great Britain. Uh, so basically the way the tournament works is if you win the B pool, yeah, you get moved up to the A pool, and then whoever loses the A pool gets moved down to the B pool. Yeah. So Great Britain had won it last year and got moved up to the A pool. And, uh, I mean, it's, they're, they're a decent team. Like, again, you're, you're playing on a world level. They're not a pushover team uh, by any means. Right. But we did kind of just have the stronger team and, and pulled away. Yeah, that team, let's see, I'm looking up the scores here. That was a 10-3 game. Yeah, yep. So, and uh, funny, funny thing about that one, I, so yeah. I went in, the, you, like you said, you mentioned their, their four yeah. quarters. So after the second quarter, we go in and go to the locker room and, and, uh, and you know, talk or whatever. We have 10 minutes in between the second and third quarter. Yeah. And, uh, and they're long games, you know, and, and going into the half is by no means easy to do. And uh, I'll tell you, like, that, that was the first international play I had, mm -hmm. you know, to go in off of. And uh, it was not it was not easy by any means. Um, and I remember, um, like, people, goalies shouldn't remember the first goal that they got scored against them. But <laughs> I remember that... Yeah. I, was, I went in, and uh, the first goal that they scored against me, I had made the first save, and the puck had went behind the net, and yeah. they fouled up the puck and actually shot it in off my back. Oh! And, and so <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what to say at the time, but, like, if you know who Pat Lee is. Yes, I do, yeah. I know Pat very well. Yeah. And we've become really good friends playing on this team and even from back in the day from mission days. And right. I remember skating to, uh, to the bench in between the third and fourth quarter, and uh, he's like, you know, just kind of gave me the look and, like, didn't really say anything. You could tell that, like, it was kind of just a whatever goal. Like, it was a, but we, we were going to win, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't going to be the deciding goal. Right. But he's like, uh, you know, like, how about that shot? You know, it kind of just like gave me one of those. And I'm like, you know, I could have, I could have stayed at home for that. You know, I could have <laughs> stayed at home for like a, a, a bank shot off my back. Like that yeah. You could have really... played in a beer league against a, a number of our guys, you know, exactly, yeah. that we play against every Saturday night or whatever it is. So like, like I said, Pat's a great guy and, and he's helped me develop in, into the goal I am. And I credit him a lot, you know, but he, it was kind of him just saying that, you know, those little words, you know, to me to make me relax and kind of be myself and settle into the game a little bit more, you know. So it was it was it was a terrible goal, but at the same time, something good came out of it as far as just getting a laugh out of it and kind of getting getting it out of my way, and, and and so I was able to play a little bit more like myself. Right. Yeah. You could you know you could kind of laugh at it and it, and just uh, you know take the edge off a little bit maybe. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You just roll your eyes because you know those those happen all the time. They happen to everyone. So. Right. Yeah. Did, did did you give him shit when he tripped over the net in that face off? God, you know, I tell you what, I watched that like probably twice. Yeah. And uh, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, my background is medical and yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. And man, I seen his knee, and I was like, "How is your leg not broken in half, man?" Yeah. I want to laugh at you, but at the same time, I can't believe that you're walking right now. Like he. He took a tumble for sure, and uh, and uh, we had our laughs once I found out he was okay. But at the same time, he he looked like he hurt himself bad. It wasn't. Uh, it didn't look pretty. But uh, it yeah, was, I mean, it was Pat funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and the funniest part about you know the web feed is you know the web feed is what the web feed is. You know it's a web feed. Right. And you know they 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 get a lot of good angles and stuff like that. And I saw it. You know I was kind of live tweeting as the games were going on. Yeah. And uh, I saw it happen. 
And I was just kind of laughing about it because I saw who it was, and I'm like, oh, you know, Illinois boy, Pat Leaf, you know, trips on the face off over the net, pretty much over the yeah. net. Yeah. Actually, yeah. actually, it was like the it was like the goal line he tripped over. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, later there was a break between faceoffs or something like that, and they replayed it in <laughs> slow motion. And I'm like, yeah. oh my god, is that? <laughs> and you can just tell by the look on his face, he's like. What the he got fuck? caught. He yeah, got like, caught. There the was fuck? too many cameras yeah. to not get to, to get away with that one. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, Pat's a good player, so, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure he just brushed that off. It was just hilarious. But, yeah. yeah it was good times. <laughs> it was. It was. We, yeah, we, Pat and I have got a, a good uh, – we've traveled a bit. I mean, yeah. you know, being from the same place, every tournament through winter and summer, we travel all the time together. So, uh, uh We've we've uh, gotten to know each other pretty well and, and can can laugh at that shit and make fun of each other for it at, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty funny. I I didn't see any other people fall like that. So no, no, and, and, or or if you made such a big deal of. So yeah, yeah, he uh, knowing him, he he probably would have planned something like that just to 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 show how big of an idiot he is. Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. He's kind of a clown, right? Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. So yeah. And then, uh, let's see, I think you played it, was it, it whatever team Hemsky, Hemsky, uh, Hemsky plays for, which is, is it Slovakia or was that Czech, was that the home he, team? Yeah, he plays on the home team, Czech. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I know you got to face Hem, Hemsky a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So. It, it's, uh, you know, it's, it was kind of really cool, actually, um, just like, because during warm-ups, you know, we would all skate around and, yeah. and just, just, just as you would see in the NHL and stuff mm-hmm. like that, or when they skate kind of around and... And at one point, speaking of Pat, like he kind of ran into Hem- Hemsky at the middle, yeah. and uh, Hemsky kind of like freaked out a little bit, and like kind of just watching, and uh, and like Hemsky turns around and like was about to to get in his face, and saw that it was Pat, and was like, "Oh hey Pat, what's up?" and like struck up a conversation with with Pat, and it was kind of cool to see the interaction between like this guy who makes millions of dollars in the NHL and a roller hockey player who plays. A uh, few tournaments every once in a while. Yeah, you know, <laughs> basically lives like, right down the street from ever from all of us. Yeah, and, yeah. Who's yeah. grown up here? Like, yeah. uh, it was kind of a really awesome interaction between the two guys. Like, for for just like having known each other, just again, roller hockey brought these two people together, and they just kind of become friends. You know, whether it's you know mutual friends and brought them together, or just like they're playing against each other for so long. You know. Yeah. So yeah, that was cool stuff, man. Yeah. I, did, I actually watched that game, and uh, I didn't really – I mean, he, he didn't do – I don't remember what the score was or if he got any points in that game, but he didn't really necessarily wow me. No, um, no, he, he didn't, of course. I don't – I don't. I know he didn't score. I know – gosh, I don't I don't know his name, number eight on their team. Yeah. Um, he's got MVP for, that, for, like, the tournament the last few years. Yeah. He's gotten it a good percent of the time. He's one of the better players, and I think that – Hemsky is was uh, was more of a setup guy, yeah. Um, but but like again, you you talk about Bullock and you talk about these ice hockey players that that go to roller and and uh, it's it's not their number one priority. So like skating and everything, you can tell they're a little bit hesitant yeah. as far as like taking corners or or maybe like unleashing uh, you know or going hard you know just for the for the for the reason that they're scared of you know. What if I hurt myself, and then what am I going to tell the coach? Like, you know. So. Well, I believe Hemsky's dad was the coach of that team, is he? Yeah, I think he's been that way. For, it's been that way for a while. Yeah, so that's why he was over there for that. 
Yeah, yeah, but it was it was nuts. I mean, if you've seen the game online, like yeah. the 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 rink was I mean, it was their home rink, so it was pretty packed. Um, and they had a whole cheering section with drums and crazy crazy bells and whistles and stuff like that. And it was like the World Cup. It was it was it was it was exactly like the World Cup, and it was insane. I never I've never been anything a part of that. Like yeah, they get it'll get loud and arch and stuff like that. And yeah, but. This was nuts, like from start to finish, four quarters, long game, and they were just balls out for the whole time. And and uh, when they scored, they had a whole dim the lights and shine a bullseye on the goalie and stuff. Yeah, I saw nuts. that. I was like, wow, look at that. <laughs> yeah, they, they went all out for that for sure. Yeah, looking at the stats, Hemsky didn't even score in the entire yeah. tournament. He had six assists, and that was it. Yeah, so uh, I mean – Man, he I was probably to, just knocking at each other, but I mean, he probably just mailed it in, you know. He was probably just kind of like laying back. Yeah, yeah, but still cool, cool nonetheless to just be a part of that tournament. And, yeah. and obviously, he sees, you know, how important it is for it, you know, it being in his home con, his home country and city. So I'm sure it was more than just you know playing another hockey game. I'm sure he wanted to represent his country and where he's from. So Right, right. Yeah, I know you look at some of these rosters like especially like Sweden and Finland and stuff like that. Finland ended up winning the gold by the way. Mm-hmm. Um you there are some guys that have, you know, like played NHL or AHL hockey. Yeah. You should yeah. look their names up, but you know, no one really stands out to the, you know, to the more than Hemsky does. But Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, I mean, like, you know, the, the KHL is pretty popular, is, is their league over there, so I, I you know, if, if they don't play here in the A or the, N, the NHL, like, I'm sure a, a, a bigger percentage of them play in the KHL, trying yeah. to make a big enough name for themselves so that they can one time, you know, sooner or later come over. Yeah, I've pretty much, you know, come on, come to the, the realization that the, the KHL over there is probably, like, the equivalent of the AHL, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you look at some of the people that, that are U.S. players that went over there to play, and and uh, I think it was uh, Kevin Dahlman won their, their Norris Trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a guy who was like a, you know, a number six defenseman here in the NHL when he did play in the NHL. Right. And wasn't even like a, you know, a dominant player in the AHL. Goes yeah, over yeah. there and is the best defenseman in the league. So, right, I mean, right. you could just, you know, you go, but... You know, it's quality hockey for sure, but absolutely, mm-hmm. it is definitely it. It doesn't compare to what the NHL or the AHL are. No, no. So, no, you know, let but... let Kovalchuk go over there and <laughs> slay bums and yeah. do what he's going to do. Exactly. Well, it, you know, it's, it's their it's their opportunity to get to get noticed, though. So that's the. I mean, that's so that's what yeah. They use it as, you know. Right. Yeah. So that's. I mean. Uh, that's really it, I guess. You know, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I was pretty spoiled. Yeah. Um, I mean, beyond that, you, you know, I travel a lot too, so uh, it's it's one after another. I I before that I was in Hawaii. There's a brand new roller hockey rink there, and then I came to check, and week two weeks later, I was in Pennsylvania for tours, and now I'm. That's a rough life, man. For two weeks, and I leave <laughs> Sunday for Florida to play Narch and. So it's one thing after another, and it is, it is roller hockey season right now, so I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah, it's a rough life, man. <laughs> live, live it while I can, I imagine. Yeah, well, I'm going to go play my T3, you know, <laughs> tournament hockey right where I belong. 
Hey, we all get there one one point or another, so it's just a matter of how we get there. Yeah, yeah. You you were seventeen sharing, and we were sharing time only because you weren't old enough to play the uh, <laughs> the pro level at the time. Hey, we had some good times though. That was that was a good time. That was uh, you know, I remember that well. Yeah. That yep. uh, that you know, I'm playing actually you know as good a hockey as I've ever played right now, which is you know good for me. At forty yeah. years old, to still be playing at a decent level is pretty good. So. But it still be playing. Period is is pretty decent. Yeah, and yeah. I've used my body just like all the rest of the guys my age. So we'll, uh, yeah, I know you missed your uh, you know injuries over there for a while. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm knock on wood. I mean, don't yeah. don't go and jinx me here, but uh, yeah, do, been doing pretty well, and hopefully I keep training and, and uh, getting better. Like you said, with age. So. Yeah, that's cool, man. Well, um, well, I got you on the line, a fellow goalie. Um, it's been definitely uh debated back and forth with the meatheads online and all that other stuff and all the twitter dopes and things like that <laughs> what is your opinion of let's say Corey Crawford and Auntie Ranta would you look at these guys play oh what boy. is your what is your opinion well Hopefully the Blackhawks don't actually listen to this um, because this is just an opinion. Trust me, they don't listen uh, to me. <laughs> they don't want anything to do with me. I'm sure. Um, well, um, starting with Crawford, I'd have to say that what was what, what year was Crawford's first year with the Hawks? Um, I believe. It was oh uh, nine maybe was it when he he got a shutout against Anaheim. Okay. And he was he was only in for a couple games and then it might have been oh nine or oh eight. He got so, a shutout against Anaheim. So it's been a while. So this is this is the story behind Crawford. Yeah. So I remember being probably about sixteen or seventeen, and uh, I remember with with my buddy John, yeah. we were playing NHL. All right. So it's kind of a weird story, but. I remember, you know, choosing the Hawks, and you always create a character because that's what you do in NHL when you're a kid. You of create a character that makes them, and you make them the best, you know. Of course. Um, and I remember, I remember creating the goalie and looking at who I would need to replace, like being the goalie, you know. Mm-hmm. And I saw this guy who was was in the AHL, and I didn't know him. I didn't know him because he didn't play in the NHL, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I remember seeing Corey Crawford, and I remember. And John can vouch for this story, but I remember looking at his stats, not his attributes, because who cares about that shit on yeah. NHL. But I remember looking at his stats, and he was listed at what, like six, six three, maybe like two hundred and five pounds, something yeah. like that. Yeah, something like something, that. Something about right. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? The worst part about it, whether we like it or not, is that regardless of how athlo- how athletic he is or is not. He will make it to the NHL strictly based on his size. Yeah, I said uh, at the time like Luongo was was pretty big, and I, I'm not pro or con Luongo. Like uh, uh, he was with Vancouver, and I still think he's a good goalie. Yeah, like, regardless of what team he's on, like mm-hmm. Vancouver, I have to like them, but I do uh, respect him as a goaltender. I remember looking and and showing my buddy John. I was like, look at Luongo's statistics, like statistics, demographics, like yeah. He's, the same size, literally the same size. So that's all they need to go on is mm-hmm. that, like, he fits the size that we need and he's about the right weight and hopefully we can coach him into a good goalie. So, like, 
as far as like the controversy between like is Crawford a good goalie? Like the way I look at it, um, yes, he's big. Uh, yes, he gets in the way, but athleticism, he's a terrible athlete. <laughs> Literally a terrible athlete. Yeah. And I've said that from the beginning. Um, I I believe that if you are truly a good athlete, you would be able to play any sport at yeah. a decent level. Yeah. So I, that's kind of the, the the way I gauge it. So like you take okay, take take Michael Jordan for example. Yeah. Like yes, he played basketball, but he you know he was he was able to compete in baseball, and like I could see him like with you know putting on some weight, but he could probably play football and like do okay. Uh-huh. You know, I'm sure he could pick up, uh, you know, a tennis racket and be okay. Like, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so then you put that towards Corey Crawford. Now, could you picture Corey Crawford shooting a basketball? Could you picture Corey Crawford hitting a baseball? Like, yeah. I just. No, I couldn't. Personal opinion, I just don't think that's possible. No, he's, uh, you know, in my opinion, and, and I go back and forth about this because I think, I think he does get a bad rap. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he really does. He gets a bad rap. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, a lot of goofballs out there. I mean, when when you look at it and you, and you lay it out, he's won a Stanley Cup. How yep. much he had to do with that? He at least had to, you know, he at least had to win sixteen games to do that, and to win sixteen games in the playoffs in the NHL is not easy to do. No, um, but he's a he's more of a positional. Even though he plays a butterfly style, he's more right. of a positional goalie. He takes up space. And he just basically, you know, play. He's got to play good position. Once he gets, you know, too far outside of his comfort zone, he's going to be in trouble. Yeah. So if he, as long as he can stay, you know, a little further back in the net and just play positional, he's going to be all right. He's not going to kill the goal. He's not going to kill the Blackhawks. He's not going to steal many games, but he's not going to kill the Blackhawks. So right. that's the that's really the way I looked at it. Yeah, and you're exactly right. Like. I don't hate Crawford. Like people go out there and they rank these terrible things about him. Like that's that's awful. I would never do that. Like my point is that he is not athletic as athletic as other goaltenders no. in that NHL. I, I, like, I could definitely agree with you on that one. And so like what I I get the because I get the, this question all the time. Like I work at Jerry's and yeah, and people are always like, oh, you know, what do you think about Crawford? You know, it's just the, it's just the small talk and. And I, I say in regards to what, you know, like, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you mean by that? Because if you want me to compare him to, to a Jonathan Quick or to a, to a Carey Price or to, to these athletic goalies, like he's terrible because he's not them. No. Like you can't, that's like you compared to a fruit to a vegetable or, or it's, it's something completely different. Like how can you, you can't literally do that. So no, he's more of a throwback goalie. Yeah. Probably, you know, more of a stand-up style, you know, uh, late 80s, early 90s kind of, you know, just could stand there and play position and not have to go down a lot. Right. But, right. you know, today you've got goalies like, you know, Quick and, like you said, Quick and, uh, you know, Carey Price and things like that that are extremely active, yeah. aggressive, oh, wow. and yep. athletic goalies. Yep. Yep, yep. And uh, the bottom line is that I'm a Hawks fan and he plays well with our team. Yeah. And, and whatever uh, whatever it takes to win, like yeah. I'm going to support that. And I don't think that it was a bad decision to to extend his contract. Like, don't get me wrong, I'd love to see Quick in a Hawks jersey, but yeah. like 
feasibly that's just not possible. Like so, with the team that we have, uh, why change something that's not broken? Yeah, yeah. It and I've said it from the beginning too. I don't have a. Uh, I I have no problem with the money. I mean, he had just won a Stanley Cup. I mean, the going rate for that money was fine, but mm-hmm. um, the term is a little long. For, for any for goalie. goalie. For any goalie. Yeah. You're right. Yep. For any goalie. I mean, mm-hmm. a three or four year at the most should have been it. Yeah. Uh, you know, they may be, and I brought this up in the last shoutcast that, you know, they may want to trim some salary with these these extensions of Taze and Kane coming in. And, you know, if Ranta steps up even more, learns a little bit of rebound control and controls his, you know, aggressiveness just a little bit because he gets a little bit out of position sometimes. Mm-hmm. If he steps up a little bit, you know, you may want a Ranta for four million dollars a year over a Crawford for six. Yeah, I mean, you you look yeah. at the trend. Ranta is from Finland, right? Yeah. Yeah. So look at the trend and look at the track record of Finnish goaltenders in yeah. the NHL. Yeah. And you have somebody who you need to hang on to with Ranta, I believe. And yeah. now is not his time. I agree with that. But like, future-wise, yeah, his athleticism. Is gonna be is is where goaltenders are moving towards. Like you, you can no longer be fat and out of shape in no. in the NHL as a goaltender. That's yeah. just, those days are just gone. Are just gone. You know, Stand up goalies are. You know, Brodeur is struggling. I mean, he's still he's still good because he's been he's experienced it and he's lived it and he's made it this far. But I mean, no one that's wants him one now. Yeah, that's, no one wants him anymore. Yeah. And you look at like even like Ben Bishop from yeah. you know like he's gigantic. Yeah. But he is mobile, man. He yeah. is. He can move for being as big as he is, and and he's you know. But yeah, you look at Pecorine and mm-hmm. uh, you know Anders Limbach. Even though he didn't light the world on fire, he you know he yeah. made a lot of money going to uh, Tampa, and now he's in Dallas just because he's big. Yeah. Yep. And the Hawks drafted just this year that uh, uh, Ivan Nailamoff. Yep. From Russia, who's like six four, he's a big boy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't know how familiar you are with, you know, what's going on in the Hawks system, but not like they got a lot there. No, yeah, it's it's banking on statistics. Yeah. Um, is, is basically what it comes down to, and how good is your goalie coach? You know, can can is is he can he coach him into a, a good goaltender that competes in the NHL? Yeah, yeah. You know? Speaking of goalie coaches, good old Jimmy Waite. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. I don't, I, I don't know what to think about that. I don't, I, I don't know. That's that's a little bit before my time. So I, I mean, yeah, I don't a little know. bit before your time. <laughs> if we would, if he would have said something like at Belfour, yeah. um, like I would have been super pumped. You know, it's, that's my guy. But uh, I don't. That would never happen. No. I don't think. He's, I don't think he's a uh, a coach. No, I don't either. He was <laughs> one of those guys that just played off of instinct. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was not there. There was no you know, him and Hashik were the same way. I mean, yeah. they just had this crazy style. They they just reacted and and it worked out for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, Jimmy Wade. That's we were just joking about that in our shoutcast last week, and I'm like, I hope he's one of those guys that uh, you know they say uh, those who can't do coach. Yeah, they say that a lot. Uh, ho- you know. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, that's the case because <laughs> hopefully he's read a lot of books and uh, yeah. he's picked up on a lot of tricks uh, through the years. Well, that and his brother is an excellent goalie coach. So uh, there you go. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's you know, I just figured we talk a little, you know, a little bit of Blackhawks goalie uh, since we've got you know 
actually, this shout kiss has all been goalies. Me and Pat are both goalies, and you're a goalie. So yeah, <laughs> it's been all Good. goalies. Right. So um, yeah, uh, just lastly, I just throw this out there for you. Who's yeah. a couple? Who's a couple of guys, maybe past, present, that uh, that you kind of, I would say, you know, as far as goalies go, admire or uh, you know, try to you know emulate things like that. I have to say, I mean, like, it it wasn't all about NHL goalies. Like growing up, um, my background is not. I didn't pick up a hockey stick when I was an infant. I didn't play hockey when I was younger. So, like, growing up, I. I didn't really like admire anybody. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, my first uh, like official organized hockey game was when I was 15. So like growing up, I mean, I I played alongside you. Yep. yep. So I'd have to say that you were a big part. Of oh come life. on. I mean, but like, but realistically, like I I started by playing roller hockey and never yeah. played ice. Like. You were there when I first started. Yeah, we did play. We played a lot of the same leagues up there. And we played yeah. a lot. We played yeah. together a lot. Yeah. I mean, regardless of the age difference. Yeah. I, I mean, for, for Christ's sake, I, I played with a fake ID just so I could play in men's league and travel with Junior and those guys. <laughs> like, that's how much I, I decided that I wanted to play hockey. So. How sad is that? You had to have a fake. You had to have a fake ID to play. That that is just hilarious. <laughs> so I mean, like, it wasn't so, so you could drink. It was so you could play hockey, you know. <laughs> just you know, when you when you stumble across a passion, it just kind of it, it grew, it grew, and I, uh, I I took full advantage of it. But like, I mean, just the local guys. I mean, I'll I'll name them. You know them. It's it's Jay. It was Jay 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 Winder. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, he was he was he helped me along the way. It was right. Hendo. You know, it was like mm-hmm. a bunch of these guys that just kind of like helped me out through the way. And then once I started getting into hockey again, that was like. Uh, so that was 2005. So yeah, I believe that was a lockout year, 2005. Yeah, so, yeah, it was. So like again, I, I didn't really get to watch hockey then, you know. But like my first NHL goalie that I truly started to admire and was like, man, he's kind of fearless and would like go and, and like it's do whatever to make a save was was Belfort. Like that's. Uh, the reason I I wear number twenty when yeah. I play, um, of course, and then everybody's like, "Well, Belfort didn't wear number twenty when he was on the Hawks," and like, no, he didn't. But like, if you know his background, he didn't wear twenty in the Hawks because it, 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 his goalie coach was number twenty. Yes, which was um, Trechiak. Trechiak, yeah, who, yeah, who was again the the miracle goalie that the USA beat in yeah. Russia. So like. Yeah, he didn't he didn't wear number twenty then, but like when he got traded from the Hawks, like he wore twenty when he moving forward from the rest of his career. Like right. that's the reason I, I I would still wear twenty. Yeah. And uh, so I mean, recent goalies. I mean, you can pick a bunch. Now that I'm actually educated on the sport, like I could pick a bunch of goalies and combine them to make yeah. like my ideal goalie. But like, um, Ed Belfort was kind of the guy. I remember like. <laughs> watching all his highlight films and just getting super pumped up for like, you know, just the sport in general, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that was my guy. Yeah. He was some, he was something else. Yeah. I he, mean, uh, obviously you're a lot younger than I am. And I remember when he came into the league and it was just, I mean, his rookie year was insane. Yeah. You don't see rookie years from goalies like that anymore. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he had like 40 something wins and he won the Calder. And he, I mean, he was just insane, insane. Yeah. Just 
out of control. I mean, and he had to be, you know, because you got Dominic Hasek, who was rated the best goalie in the world at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, there was no really no internet at the time, but you know, you heard that there was this, this Czechoslovakian goalie that was the best goalie in the world. The Blackhawks had his rights, and he had to pretty much like defect to come over here, and right. uh, and they basically kept him as a backup and in the AHL because Ed Belfort was better at right. the time. You know, right. I I didn't you know I didn't want him to get rid of Hashik because I always liked Hashik. Oh yeah, but, you know, I mean, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. So those boys are what changed the game. I mean, they're yeah. they were the start of the movement from stand up to butterfly. Yeah, I mean that was like the beginning of it. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, what they did for the sport was yeah. Now you have freaks of nature like Jonathan Quick. Yeah, who could literally slide from one uh, one end wall to the other end wall in, in the full splits and yeah. And, uh, it hurts me to watch him when he does the splits. I, I admire the hell out of the guy, and I think he's an awesome goalie with great yeah. instincts and he's just probably one of the most athletic guys in the league i think he's awesome yeah but man when he goes into those splits as easy as he does it makes me hurt it uh it's it's you're more fle- you're a lot more flexible than i am and you, you, <laughs> yeah but you've you you've had to work at getting flexible yeah right you're, yeah. you're a lot more flexible and you would remind me a lot more of a like a jonathan quick type because you you have that flexibility it's yeah. not something i have <laughs> yeah, and we play to our strength, and that's not—I mean, I'm not by no means in that type of flexibility. That's a God-given gift, but um, yeah. some of us have to have to work a little bit harder to. I mean, I'd, I'd have to like you know take yoga for like um, you know three years before I could get that flexible. <laughs> yeah. A day in and day out for three hours a day. Yeah, I wish. I wish I could be that flexible. There's another, another you know, there's other goalies I've seen that, have, and I just shake my head because I'm like I. I can't physically, my body doesn't move that way. Yeah. It just yeah, really yeah. doesn't. Yeah, I'm lucky yeah. if I can get out there and stretch a little bit just so I don't pull a hamstring or something. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't do that during a game, that's a successful game. Who cares yeah. if you won or lost? Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So it's awesome. Cool, man. Well, I think we'll wrap this up. We're actually almost going on an hour here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh but yeah, I just uh I thought it would just be a cool little thing for the summer and we would uh talk about it a little bit. I know you had a good time and something to remember so absolutely i uh, i will never forget that that uh, it changed the game for me and and hopefully i mean this podcast and people people with people's help the sport will continue to grow because it's uh truly uh truly grabbed onto me and uh, i'm 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 uh, probably a roller roller daddy for life (laughs) yeah i keep i keep giving you know i get if, if no one people don't know this but i give zach a lot of crap because i keep telling him he's got to get on someone's uh you know uh speed dial over at the blackhawks organization when they need a goalie for practice to shoot By at. all means i can take chest to the i can take uh pucks to the chest better than any goalie so. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah so, that would be i'm uh, waiting for the call yeah but yeah it's uh i don't know maybe one of these days when you're not so busy with uh roller hockey i mean this year I would have liked to have done it, but uh, I like to go to the prospect camp. It's kind of cool to go there and watch the goalies do their drills. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the hell out of it. I'm some people, you know, because I'm a goalie, of course, so I always, you know, gravitate towards the goalies. But right. I just love to stand and watch them do the drills with the goalies. Yeah, and and just watch. You know, you you see so much just being there in person to watch these guys, the way they move, and this, that, and you know. I've got a couple like. Uh, uh, like reviews that I put up the last couple of years at prospect camp about the goalies that, you know, I would have never known any of that stuff unless you're there to see it. You really just don't, 
you don't know. You can't look yeah. at numbers, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think that was. I think reading though, one of those, uh, one of those you put up was about Ranta, I believe. Probably. And I, that that was like the first exposure that I had to him, and I remember thinking like, hey, he's from Finland, like we're on the right track. Like those guys know how to make goalies for some odd reason. Whether I don't know what it is, but they're you know they can they have some good goalies in the in the NHL, and I remember reading that. And uh, that's the reason I ended up looking into Ranta a little bit to find a little bit more. So. Yeah, I think I read something somewhere about how they just basically have goalie factories over there, <laughs> where where it's like you know these this the goalie camps and stuff like that are really, you know, one of the top things that go on you know that go on in that culture over there. Right. The they, they just basically breed goalies from when they're kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not as much like that. I mean, like look at you. I mean. You were you were a baseball player and until you were fifteen, yeah. And here you are, you know, playing for the you know I IIHF USA inline team. So yeah, you know, uh, I'm I'm just hoping my kid does. If my if my kid decides he wants to play goalie, I'm sending him your way so you can teach him <laughs> how to play. Because if you, if I teach him how to play, he's going to be all over. He's, he's going to be a mess. <laughs> uh, you, you got the you got the contact info. I'll, yeah, I'll mod as best I can. Yeah, there you go, man. Cool. Well, uh, we'll uh, we'll wrap this up, and uh, and uh, I want to thank you again for uh, you know just joining me because it is a Friday night, but I appreciate it between all your tournaments and everything. And <laughs> so, yeah, and, uh, appreciate you having me in, in between the tournaments and then the runs. I uh, glad I got to make time. This has been fun. Awesome, man. Cool. Well, uh, we'll uh, have a good one. And uh, as I always say when I wrap up things, a uh, don't be a meathead. <laughs> I can't promise anything, of course, but, uh, you know, I'll do my best. Great. Thanks a lot, man. All right, right on. I want to thank you again for coming down here and joining us tonight. I hope you had a great time because we sure did. And we will be back. You've been great. We've been Megadeth. Good night. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.